Reuters photojournalist Namir Noradan, driver Saeed Jamak, and several others gunned down by U.S. military in a public square in eastern Baghdad. Pilots apparently mistook the camera carried by a newsman for a weapon. Come on, fire! After the initial shooting, an unarmed group of adults and children in a minivan arrived on the scene and attempted to transport the wounded. The van was fired upon as well. Come on. WikiLeaks showed photographs of the children in the van who survived. We can infer that these sort of attacks are going on in Afghanistan, that this is the reality of modern warfare. Oh, Afghanistan, save us from Babylon. The real reason that I think Americans are going to be concerned is that there that is that there is no prospect that the mission for which their sons and daughters are being sent can be accomplished. Let me go. Get me to go. Get me to be released. Uh, I would recommend halting the surge uh, and a rather rapid withdrawal of a significant part of the U.S. forces that have been sent into Afghanistan over the last year. I want to go home. You know, the, the men, Afghanistan men who are in our prisons, they want to go home too. Oh, Afghanistan, save us from Babylon. Yeah, they can take your name away. They take us to Oh yeah, they do. They do and they do and we are still there. Trying to build a nation in a place that never knew a nation. It's all rocks, carpets and poppies. Remember how we went in there to interdict the heroin trade? Whatever happened to that? Vast amounts of the powder is spreading across the globe while we die and die and die. In Afghanistan, man, Osama, he be history. And still we stay, the Taliban, they blow us up good, then go back and raise the poppies and then come back, man, and blow us up good again. It is time to go. It is time to withdraw. Even the greatest of lovers, man, knows when it's time to withdraw. Bring the boys and the girls home now, man, if we want to fight for women's rights. Let's do it. Right here. Okay. Okay, yeah, let's do it. Right here. Oh, Afghanistan. Oh, AFPAC. Oh, Pakistan. You know, I get so involved in domestic politics and trying to figure out this and that that I lose my international perspective now and then. But you only have to go to Asia Times online. What a great newspaper. They really have it down. Here's one of their 
best journalist, Pepe Escobar, who's going to give us the inside story on Pakistan. Pepe says, Syria will have to wait. The next stop in the Pentagon-coined long war is bound to be Pakistan. True, a war is already on in what the Barack Obama administration calls AFPAC, but crunch time in PAC itself looms closer and closer. Call it the no-bomb-left-behind campaign. The new Washington-manufactured mega-boogeyman is now the Haqqani Network, a relentless Haqqani-targeted manufacturer of consensus industry is already on overdrive via a constellation of the usual neoconservative suspects, assorted Republican warmongers, Pentagon officials, and industrial military complex shills in corporate media. Whoa, what a group! The Haqqani Network, a force of 15 to 20,000 Pashtun fighters led by former anti-Soviet Muhajadeen figure Jalauddin Haqqani, is a key component of the Afghan insurgency from its basis in Pakistan's North Waziristan tribal area. According to the U.S. government narrative, it was the ISI, which is the Pakistani intelligence organization, that gave the go-ahead for the Haqqani network to attack the U.S. embassy in Kabul on September 13th. So our dear allies, the Pakistanis, are having their surrogates kill Americans. Hmm, there, there's a good, there's a good scenario. Pentagon head Leon Panetta has gone on record saying that in response, Washington might go unilateral. Unilateral? This means that the vast numbers of Pashtun farmers, including women and children, who have already been decimated for months by U.S. drone attacks on the tribal areas, should be considered as extras in a humanitarian operation. The Pentagon's long war, also known as the War on Terror, may have cost the Pakistani economy up to a staggering $100 billion, which they can ill afford, and over 30,000 casualties, which they can ill afford, a large number of them civilians. Under no bomb left behind, expect collateral damage to keep piling up. The Haqqanis may be based in North Waziristan, but they run a great deal of the show in Pakita, and cost on the other side of the border. To believe that the ISI would simply get rid of the Haqqanis or disable their North Waziristan bases so they wouldn't be able to attack U.S. and North Atlantic Treaty Organization forces in Afghanistan anymore is pure wishful thinking. Pakistani military have a major dog in the fight in Afghanistan, and it's the Taliban, which they invented in the early 1990s. Washington is feeling the urge to do something. What to expect from them now? Expect a festival of MQ-9 Reapers droning North Waziristan to death? What U.S. Barack Obama calls a tool of unique capabilities. For Pashtun farmers, it's a weapon of terror. Expect strike after strike conducted out of control rooms in Nellis Air Force Base in Nevada. Yeah, all those video game players drinking Red Bull and taking out farmers. Expect an array of strategic missile bombings with spectacular collateral damage. Expect more Joint Special Operations Command kill and capture raids. Expect a new humongous joint prioritized effects list, just like in Afghanistan. No names, just a couple of mobile or satellite phone numbers. If your mobile gets on the list by mistake, you'll be snuffed the hellfire way. Expect deadly, eternal Pashtun vengeance against America to be as irreversible as death and taxes. And most of all, expect a low-intensity war to turn volcanic again. Yo, this is Radio Free Oz for the last day of September 2011. And if you don't think Pepe Escobar has got it on the nose, then buddy, everything you know is wrong. Poor Mitt, that hapless git, the trouble he gets into appeasing the right wing. 
At this year's Value Voters Summit, Mitt Romney is speaking right before noted anti-gay, anti-bear activist Brian Fisher, who said recently that Mormons shouldn't have First Amendment rights. Romney is scheduled to speak next Saturday, the 8th, at the Value Voters Summit in D.C., a social conservative conference sponsored by groups like the Family Research Council, that's uh, Dobson, the Antichrist Little Group, the American Family Association, and the Heritage Foundation. Romney is speaking immediately before the Director of Issues Analysis for the American Family Association, Brian Fisher. Romney, who was also at a similar gathering last year, is sharing a stage with Fisher. It is more than a little awkward that Brian Fisher argued this week that the Founding Fathers really didn't intend for the First Amendment to apply to Mormons. Quote, My argument all along has been that the purpose of the First Amendment is to protect the free exercise of the Christian religion, he said. Whoa! Mormonism is not an Orthodox Christian faith. It's just not. They have a different gospel. They have a completely different definition of who Christ is and so forth. I mean, the list could be multiplied endlessly. And it was very clear that the Founding Fathers did not intend to preserve automatically religious liberty for non-Christian faiths. So when Mormonism came along, they practiced polygamy. They believe in polygamy, just like Muslims do today. As he says in his video, Fisher also believes that Muslims have no First Amendment rights and has argued that the U.S. should have no more mosques, period, because every single mosque is a potential terror training center or recruitment center for jihad. Fisher's not a particularly big fan of gays and lesbians either. He's previously written that the U.S. should impose legal sanctions for homosexual behavior and claimed that Hitler used gay soldiers because they basically had no limits on the savagery and brutality they were willing to inflict on whomever Hitler sent them after. But the list of things that Brian Fisher hates goes on from there and gets a little strange. He said that it's time for this country to get rid of the curse that is the grizzly bear. I wonder if that includes Mama Grizzly. Hmm. He's argued that the Medal of Honor has been feminized because we now award it only for preventing casualties, not for inflicting them. He's outraged that Indian Americans win a lot of spelling bees because it's an outrageous display of ethnic favoritism. And he's pretty sure that President Obama wants to give the U.S. back to the Native Americans. These are the people that speak for the Republican Party, at least to what the Republican Party has devolved into. Well, we'll keep a close eye on these guys as the next 13 months wind down. Radio Free Oz's Everything You Know Is Wrong is sponsored in part by Alzheimer's Brewery, the proud makers of Crud Light. See you soon. Nice.